Hey Memphis, welcome to the weekend. If you like the weekend, you're in the right spot. This is Memphis Flyer Radio from the people and the pages of the Memphis Flyer, your alternative news weekly right here in Memphis, Tennessee, USA. I want to say thanks as always to the very good people at WYXR, your crosstown radio raised by sound for giving us this little corner of the radio. Thank you, folks. You can catch us here uh, on Fridays at noon, or you can catch us anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for Memphis Flyer Radio. This time slot really is so fitting for the Memphis Flyer because we are weekend experts. Experts, you say? Yes, our weekend expert licenses just arrived in the mail this week, and those licenses, they come with this little hang tag for your mirror, so we can park literally anywhere we want as long as there's something fun going on. I'm going to try it at the Shell sometime soon. I'm just going to park right in front of the stage and just roll my windows down. I am Toby Sells, news editor of the Memphis Flyer, host of this here radio show, and I'm a superhero. My superpower? The power of organization drawn by the Dewey Decimal System. Pretty super. We have a great show for you on this Friday afternoon, the gateway to the weekend. We'll have some news, of course, and Memernet. We're also going to catch up with Jesse Davis today. He is the brand new editor of the Memphis Flyer. It was announced this week, and you can read more about uh, all of it in the print edition of the flyer that's out on newsstands right now or over at memphisflyer.com. I got to interview Jesse face-to-face this week in the Flyer headquarters office downtown. I mean, like live and in person. And I got to say, it was a ton of fun to be back in the office. I've worked with Jesse for years now. He's positive, hardworking, thorough, and completely dedicated to making the Flyer better every daggum day. It's going to be a blast to watch him work in this new role, and I'm excited about it. If there's one thing you absolutely should not miss in the Flyer this week... It's the farewell column from Bruce Van Weingarten. He was the editor of The Flyer for 20 years, and he retired just this week. Now, he tried to retire in February 2020, but the pandemic began. He stuck around to offer his steady hand to guide us through what was just one of the craziest times in history, and we're so glad that he did. This week, Bruce writes about writing, something he knows very well. But there's a lesson in the column for everyone. Please don't miss it. I think that's going to do it. Let me check under the desk here. Uh, Yep. Okay, well, here we go. All right, going to start the show just like we do each and every week with the magic weathered, unmasked streets of the Internet. Weather magic. Memphis was spared from a nasty storm line last week, breaking over the city and heading north and south. Reddit user Variable uh, Booleans posted a weather map showing, quote, live imagery of the pyramid working its black magic on the weather. There's a um, little map. you got to see it. It's pretty crazy. Masking down. Being Hamptonian, Gloria Sanders, opened up a hot can of debate on next door last week with this question. What are your thoughts about Shelby County mask mandate being lifted on May 15th? As of press time, that post had 559 comments. Some warned that cases could rise here as not enough people have been vaccinated. Some said it was a personal choice and they'll still wear theirs. And others said the vaccine is available so it's, quote, no longer society's responsibility to protect you from COVID. 
Others urged, quote, stop living in fear and uh, hashtag free the face. One of the sweetest bits of the Memronet this week was uh, Mother's Day Kings. I just love this photo. DJ Paul, one half of 3-6 Mafia, tweeted Sunday, quote, celebrating Mother's Day with family and ran into my fellow king, Yo Gotti. Hashtag Memphis, hashtag Kings, hashtag Mafia. And there's a picture of Yo Gotti standing there with DJ Paul. It's, uh, it's amazing. You got to check it out. All right, having a look at news. This is the week that was, so this is the week of the prior week. Mud Island, Snakes, and Downtown. Downtown leaders sent that sole sign proposed for Mud Island back to the drawing board last week, but they approved projects that could bring another smaller grocery store downtown, revive a blighted building, and give Alcinius a glow-up. The Design Review Board voted down that planned art installation from Mud Island from the Memphis River Parks Partnership. That was the one that had that big sign, that black and yellow sign that was going to read, We have no time for things with no soul. They voted the sign down, but invited the MRPP to come back with a new design soon. And while it might not get that sole sign, Mud Island is up for some major improvements this year. The MRPP announced last week the park will get a new slate map of Memphis on the Riverwalk, a new seating area on the south tip of the island. Also, those flags down there are going to be gone. Uh, they're going to do a paint refresh of the Gulf Grill. There's going to be some new lights and new sods, so kind of a refresh for Mud Island. The review board approved plans for Big River Market, a, quote, boutique market store in the former Emerge, uh, Emerge Memphis building. This is the south end. So this is going to be a 2,000-square-foot store that will have food, drinks, groceries, and coffee. Think of a you know, place to go get uh, grab-and-go snacks and things right over there in the south end. They also approved plans for this dilapidated building at 4th and Vance. It's this big two-story purple building. And this was personal to me because I, I used to, when I would travel downtown for work, I would see this building every day and think, what a cool space. There's a, right now it's just a, tons of graffiti on it. It's really close to the FedEx Forum. And this company, Brown Girls LLC, they want to transform this whole building into this kind of modern retail space. And there's going to be four apartments up there. There's going to be like a lounge with a bar downstairs. I really hope they make this thing happen because it'll just be a really, really cool Memphis transformation. Soul Food icon Alcinias was also approved for a project to spruce the place up inside and out. Exterior improvements include new paint, new awnings, new lighting, new trim, and new windows and doors. It will also bring uh, a handicap accessible entrance and a new outdoor seating area. Uh, the pictures go online at memphisflyer.com and you can see it. Alcinias is going to get a glow up. Snake release. 50 endangered Louisiana pine snakes were released into the wild recently in a project to save the snake by a team of researchers from the Memphis Zoo. The zoo team was joined uh, in the Kasachi National Forest for the release by partners with uh, the Fort Worth Zoo, Alexandria Zoo, U.S. Fish and Wildlife, and the U.S. Forest Service. So they released them in Louisiana. People don't worry. So not more snakes around Memphis. The Tennessee Valley Authority, the TVA, plans to reduce its carbon emissions to zero by 2050. But the move was criticized last week for being out of step with the White House. The TVA announced its carbon emissions plan last week in a quarterly meeting of the Power Providers Board of Directors. TVA said it has already reduced carbon emissions by 63% since 2005 and hopes to further reduce that figure to 70% by 2030. This path will cut TVA's carbon reduction by 80% by 2035. And that is where one group said that the agency's intentions, quote, fall far short. President Joe Biden issued an executive order in January for a, quote, clean energy revolution that achieves a carbon pollution-free power sector by 2035. 
The Southern Alliance for Clean Energy said last week that TVA, quote, has the ability and the resources to lead by example and demonstrate the path to zero carbon, not 15 years later. The group challenged TVA to set a carbon zero goal for 2030. We have a bit of an announcement over here that you might have already read about if you picked up the Memphis Flyer, and I hope that you have, but I am here with uh, uh, the guy. All of you who have ever listened to the show or pick up the flyer, you know Jesse Davis. He he writes books for us. He makes sure all of our copy is is really, really clean. Uh, this week, Jesse has a brand new title. Jesse is here actually with me at Flyer HQ down here on the sun-dappled streets of Cotton Row, downtown Memphis, Tennessee, USA. Jesse is right here with me. I'll say in the studio, but it's just at my desk. But uh, uh, Jesse, tell us about your new title, your new job. Well, uh, thank you, Toby. I am the new uh editor of the memphis flyer editor editor yeah <laughs> uh i'm excited to take on this role i'm um you know i'm I'm excited that we are where we are even after this pandemic and all of the um all of the the changes we've had to weather in the past year and a half or so and so of course i thank um the previous editor, Bruce Van Weingarten, for keeping us um, on track and afloat and uh, a vital part of the, the Memphis news. And I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to take over. And to, to, you, you mentioned it. And just to go back and let people know, Bruce tried to retire a year ago, more than a year ago. Like yeah. March 2020, I think he wrote like maybe his last column. Uh, his good wear, your goodbye farewell column in the flyer, uh, and then he things changed. We had you know the COVID situation come up. He decided to stick around for a little bit longer. Turned out to be a little bit more than a year, uh, and uh, uh, and now he is off on a two week vacation, uh, much deserved vacation to go catch some fish and and find some family and stuff. Uh, and now Jesse is is going to get in that slot. Uh, you've probably are you going to do the column next week? I am. Okay. Uh, and then Bruce is going to kind of come back and and still do some of that. Bruce is um he's going to have a column. Okay. Um I'll still be doing the uh, the editor's column right up at the beginning. Cool. The, the uh, we call it the TOC, the table of contents, but it's you know it's more than just the table of contents. Nerd alert. TOC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah Bruce Bruce's voice will still be in the flyer. Um I mean he's got as Toby mentioned he's got the the next two weeks off and they are. Very much deserved, especially after. I mean, talk about either the worst timing ever, or um, the most conscientious editor ever to to say, you know, I know I just announced that I was about to retire, but maybe not right now. Right. He he was. Um, it was cool of him to stick around while we were learning how to still be a, a newspaper in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Um, but yeah, so he'll will um, have his voice will still be a part of the paper for I know a, a bunch of people uh pick up the flyer to to either um find out what Bruce is thinking and agree with him or to hate read his <laughs> column and I think you'll still have that option yeah he uh, he does have a lot of hate readers out there and they tell him uh every week on Twitter uh which is a fantastic thing let's talk about uh you your background how long have you been at the flyer Five and a half years. Five and a half years. You mm-hmm. were brought on. Uh, what was your first job here? Copy editor. Yep. And uh, and uh, folks, I'm going to tell you what. If you're a reporter or you write for a living at all, you know how important a copy editor is. Jesse is the best in the business. I'm saying that not because he's my new boss, but it's just the it's just the truth. 
Um, but I will do, I, there is no links that I won't go to, to suck up to Jesse now that he's my boss and, uh, cause he's handsome. Oh, he's like super talented. He's like awesome. Anyway. Okay. Read uh, the rest of it. The, <laughs> the things I wrote down for you. I'm doing this for the <laughs> 20 bucks that you said you were going to give me. Uh, but, uh, copy editing is super important. There's nobody who takes, uh, 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 AP style and the flyer style more seriously than Jesse does. Uh, and it's just a, a commitment to quality. He's always had on that. And if you're a reporter out there, you know what I'm talking about. He makes you look good. And it's, uh, uh it's always been great to have him there. Um, You've written music. You've written about books. You do. You write really, really well. Uh, and um, some of that kind of came along the way. Uh, somebody, you know, is probably the way that we do things around here. Is like, hey, you don't look busy right now. Can you write this thing for me? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. I yeah. think I think the books stuff started. Um, we had uh, he was actually more on the the Memphis Magazine side. We have um, our, our sister publication, I guess you could say. Um, Richard Alley was the book editor. That's and then right. when he left, we just sort of stopped doing book things. And uh, um, I said, I'm interested in that. Let me do it. But then, yeah, you know, um, music editor needs to be out of town for a week or something like that. Or in the, the days of 48-page papers, right. you know, oh, suddenly we have to, a space to fill. And I um, sometimes to at least the, the detriment of, of my getting a, a normal amount of sleep, right. I would say, yeah, sure, of course, send, send it my way. Um, and that, that had been the way I, the way I did things for the last five years, basically. So, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, and so I know you've seen Jesse's name out there, but Jesse, uh, is also just, a uh, perfect for this job and in, in the way that he is a Memphian, uh, uh, you're in a band. I'm in two bands, two bands. What um, are the bands? The Conspiracy Theory and Terry Prince and the Principles. I don't know, you know, after the pandemic and with my, th that's not my focus right now. Right. But um, I would say that pretty much everybody in Memphis probably knows someone who's in a band or is a producer or has a studio in their backyard or they are that person. Right. Um, so, you know, that's that's one way I can relate to all you you. Memphians out there, <laughs> um, and you played bass in both ba bands. Uh, bass in one, guitar in the other. Okay. See, I told you guys. Um, but uh, uh, and uh, you're midtown. I'm not going to give away the exact location because who wants that? Um, but uh, so uh, you wrote about a guy the other day who had a, a, a perfect or his favorite barbecue restaurant in Memphis. Do you have one of those? Ooh, is it favoritism if I say so? I do have a favorite. No, um, no, run with it. Okay. Give us clues and we'll figure it out. Um, well, it's also in Midtown. Um, it's a second-generation store, uh, family business. It uh, is the successor to Brady and Lil's, the the famous place. Um, it kind of built its. Okay, it's the barbecue shop. <laughs> if you haven't guessed, I was, um, that's fantastic. I, I, I was not figuring out the clues and I was going to make it, uh, you know, some kind of a game contest that we can, uh, have folks, uh, uh, come to us next week with, but, uh, barbecue shop is fantastic. That's a great one. Um, Jesse, what are some things, uh, I don't even know if you're ready to talk about this. Want to talk about this, some things that you hope to get done in the editor seat. Oh, well I have, um, I have a lot of things I hope to do. One, one thing that's really immediate to me is just help our team as much as possible because for the past 14 months or so, everyone has been going full tilt constantly. Um, 
and we have tried to have new content up on on the site every day and um everyone's had to learn and been on this learning curve and uh so i just i just want to help people as much as possible on the memphis flyer team um but yeah there there are things there are certain things that we've done in the past that i'd like to explore again um there are some areas i'd like to lean into i think we do a, a lot of great work um in the realm of um kind of climate and climate justice right. uh, toby you you definitely have your hand in that i do um, yeah a lot uh, and so so occasionally do um chris mccoy and alex green and there are other um ways that uh other things we write about that kind of touch on that but that's one thing that um i really want to um potentially expand our coverage in uh, especially as i mean covid took us by surprise but we all know that um as climate changes, we're um, it's going to affect all of us more and more. Um, so that's that's something I would like to uh, not take us by surprise, right? And, and already have um, people with the the skills and the sources to to handle it as it becomes a, a bigger issue. Absolutely. Well, Jesse, I know uh, you're plenty busy. I've got plenty right here. Uh, is there anything left out? Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, um, you know, I want to hear from everyone. Uh, my email address is jesse at memphisflyer.com so send me i haven't written my first um column as editor yet but you can get a jump on and already tell me what you're angry about (laughs) you can tell me what you want to see and hear from us what you love um and i i want to hear from you all um i want to serve memphis uh and so you know don't pull your punches y'all uh, drop me a line. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, holler at him, Jesse at memphisflyer.com. This is Jesse Davis, our brand new editor. Jesse, congratulations, sir. Thank you so much. I look forward to uh, the, the 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 time ahead here. Me too. Um, I'm I'm glad you're with our team, Toby. And um, man, I'm just really really glad to be here in the office talking to you yeah. in person. This is this is great. I'm excited for the future. Absolutely, so much fun. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, we'll see you soon, man. All right, thanks. All right, let's have a look at our calendar, the stepping out and staying in section back there. We're going to help you get your weekend together, put together by the always original Julie Ray. She writes this week about Vintage 901. It's an event that brings together wine, food, and music to the Levitt Shell. The event is in its fifth year, and of course, it's going to look different this year. It's going to be held at the Shell with safety in mind using open pods so that the community feels connected. There will be an afternoon session from noon to 3 p.m. and an evening session from 6 to 9 p.m. The sessions will be different so that participants can enjoy both. The musical lineup includes Memphis Youth Symphony, Opera Memphis, Memphis Jazz Workshop, Hope Claiborne and the Soul Scrimmage, and a presentation by the Memphis Black Arts Alliance. Chefs will include Chef Tamara, Chef Tam Patterson, Chef Jimmy Gentry, and Chef Aaron Winters. Michael Whaley and Rick Farwell will return this year along with Kim Clark who will emcee this one day outdoor event. All the proceeds benefit Arts Memphis. This is Vintage 901. It's at the Levitt Shell. That's over there in Overton Park. This is Saturday, May 15th, noon to 3 and then 6 to 9. Tickets are $100. 
I probably don't have to tell you that the World Championship Barbecue Cooking Contest, also we just call it barbecues, happening down on the river this weekend down at Tom Lee Park right off Riverside Drive. This is Thursday through Saturday. I'm told Friday is already sold out. I'm told there's fewer teams down there, probably fewer people that can get in. But it's the same old barbecue that brings together the best of the best in one weekend in Memphis for teams to compete for the title of World Champion and share of more than $115,000 in prize money. Ticket 12 bucks. you can find them at memphisandmay.org. If you're out in Cordova this weekend, don't miss Pints for Paws. This is at Meddlesome Brewing Company. This is about 7750 Trinity. This is from 2 to 5 p.m. It's a one-of-a-kind adoption event benefiting the Humane Society of Memphis and Shelby County. It features uh, the release of three new beers with pets and their bios on the bottles, live music from Josh Waddell, and food from Crawfish Shag. This Saturday is also the Cooper Young Garden Walk. That's right here in the good old Cooper Young Historic District. It's Saturday and Sunday, May 15th and 16th. Tickets are $25. It's a self-guided tour of 80-plus eclectic, imaginative urban gardens and green spaces. Highlights include free-range chickens, beehives, funky art and vendors, educational booths, she sheds, I've always wanted to say that, water features, garden speakers, and demos. Bicycle tour of Elmwood Cemetery. Bike through the past during a fun-filled history tour taken from your bicycle. This is $10 Saturday at 2 p.m. It goes through May 29th. That's Elmwood Cemetery. Chuckles Comedy Club has Benji Brown. Friday through Sunday, May 14th through the 16th. Uh, shows are at 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m. Chuckles Comedy Club tickets are $20 to $70. That's uh, 1700 Dexter. The Comedy Junt is hosting New School Comedy, hosted by Joe Means, uh, featuring Ronnie B., Juju Rashad, and others. Tickets are $20. This is Friday and Saturday. Go over to ComedyJunt.com for tickets. They're $20. And this is a really interesting exhibition here. It's called Red Dresses. This is at Shelby Farms Park. It's an exhibition at the Beaver Lake or Chickasaw Trail of Red Dresses to honor the thousands of indigenous women and girls that go missing, are murdered, or are victims of violence every year. This is uh, the exhibit goes on through May 31st out at Shelby Farms Park. All right, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm totally going to do this. They say, don't meet your heroes. You've heard that, right? I think it means that if you get to know the human, the everyday person, behind whatever myth you've built around them, you may be disappointed. Maybe that'll dim the magic of a world that needs it, and, and one that needs heroes. A decade ago, I had a dream job. I covered City Hall for the commercial appeal. I wanted to work at a major daily so bad for so long, and I wanted the top job in the newsroom. A decade ago, I had both, and I was miserable. I had a routine back then, though, to, to get me through. On Wednesdays, for some reason, I'd leave City Hall, drive straight to Celtic Crossing, take my bar stool in the corner, wave hi to Mike Matthews, and crack open the Memphis Flyer. I'd thumb through it, seeing what those crazy folks were talking about. But it was always fun, and I wondered, who were these people who got to do this every day? I'd check the calendar in the back for events I'd never go to, and then I'd have an ogle at the strip club ads. And I'd be folding it up, and I'd think, what's that guy in the front talking about? He's crazy. Bruce. Something, right? I'd flip it over, and I'd read the column by Bruce Van Weingarten. And I couldn't believe it. It seemed he said what I was thinking, what had been on my mind about the America and the Memphis that I lived in. 
and this guy pulled no punches either. His writing was crisp, it was to the point, and most of the times it was just plain funny. I'd finished the column, and one time, this is true, you can ask Mike Matthews, I finished one of Bruce's columns, and I pumped my fist in the air. Physically pumped my fist in the air like my team had won, and the loudspeakers boomed with, we will rock you. It was a celebration in that little moment. And if that doesn't sound momentous or magical, try to remember the last time you ever triumphantly pumped your fist after reading a newspaper opinion piece. I was hooked. Bruce's column became the first thing I'd read when I picked up the flyer on my Wednesdays at Celtic Crossing. Very soon, Bruce's column became the reason I picked up the Memphis flyer at all. And I felt like I I got to know him. I didn't, of course, but what I did know is that he made me feel better. As a big-time newsman, that's in air quotes you can't see on the radio, politics was in my face every day. National, state, and local politics mingled together every working day of my life back then. Now, reporters aren't supposed to, but I felt a way about it. I'd read the CA's very sober opinion uh, about things, and and most of the time I felt like they, they let them off the hook again. But then I'd read Bruce and think, man, this guy's got them backed in a corner and put a floodlight on them, and they got nowhere to go. Bruce would put them, whoever they were at the time, firmly on the hook. If the emperor wore no clothes, Bruce told him he was naked. But Bruce didn't always write about politics. He'd share some tidbits of his life, too. I knew he liked to fish and that he went to Mizzou, which is the best journalism school in the country. But most of all, I knew that this guy, Bruce, cared very deeply. He cared about the homeless, people of color, the poor, LGBTQ people, and those who struggle everywhere. He cared about marginalized people, and he spoke up for them on page three of the Memphis Flyer every week. Eventually, I got wind that a couple of staffers were leaving the Flyer, and I dared to dream that there might be a spot for me over there. I sent in a resume, and I haven't needed a resume since. I met Bruce immediately liked the guy behind all those columns. I didn't dare tell him I was a fan either. Maybe I said, I like your work or or something equally cool. And back then, I still read Bruce every week, and I still do. And sometimes I'd be in the office, and I'd finish a column. I'd glance over at his office door, and then I'd just have a look around the flyer newsroom, and I would have to shake my head. I wasn't miserable anymore like I had been at the C.A., I loved the people I worked with. And I'll take a second here to thank Bianca Phillips and Susan Ellis and Greg Akers while I'm at this. Thank you. In my first few years at the Flyer, I found that my hard work was valued and my story ideas were limited only by my own imagination. And sometimes my work is silly and and sometimes my work is fun. I mean, I get to drink beer on the clock sometimes. And sometimes my work has been hard and serious. And Bruce created that space for me. And for all his reporters in the, in the Flyer newsroom, he created that space for Memphis. And Memphis is a better place for it. I was there when he cleaned out his office this week. Stuffing old photos and tchotchkes into cardboard boxes, just like you see in movies and television shows. I was sad. It wasn't the right moment, but I, I tried to tell him what he meant to me. That's what you do in a TV show, right? 
So I caught his eye and I told him squarely, thank you for everything. And I meant it. And if that wasn't awkward enough, I added, you're my hero, Bruce. (laughs) What a stupid thing to say. I didn't even know I was going to say it. (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, feasting at the old awkward buffet that day, and I'm sure it didn't make things any easier for Bruce. I'm sorry about that, bud. A hero seems an old-fashioned thing these days. I don't care. So they say, don't meet your heroes. And I say, pick a good hero. (laughs) Man, I'm going on like Bruce is in the grave. He is not. He is leaving the flyer, kind of. He's still going to have a column, and he'll even have some kind of desk space at the office somewhere. But more than anything, I just didn't want this moment to pass without saying something. And I hope I did. Thank you, Bruce. All right, folks, that is going to do it for this half of Memphis Flyer Radio. Thank you all so much for sticking around and having a listen today. Uh, Stick around for the second half, the better half of the show, with our music editor, Alex Green. He is going to uh, spin you some records, tell you some tales, and sound good doing it. Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend out there. We'll see you here uh, next Friday at noon. Thank you to YXR. All right, Alex, take it away. Thank you.